Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, Executive Editor of Recode. And I'm Lauren Good, Senior Technology Editor at The Verge. And you're listening to Too Embarrassed to Ask, coming to you from the Vox Media Podcast Network. This is a show where we answer all of your embarrassing questions about consumer tech. It could be anything, so send us all of your questions. We've spent the past few weeks talking to Silicon Valley entrepreneurs with wild ideas. And I'll be honest, I still have a lot of questions <laughs> for them. So really, there are no bad questions. There are indeed bad questions, but let's not from that. Okay, you can find us on Twitter or tweet them to us to at Recode or to myself or to Lauren with the hashtag Too Embarrassed. We also have an email address. It's too embarrassed at Recode.net. And a friendly reminder, Embarrassed has two R's and two S's. So it's fall hardware season. Yes. Uh, this the is the leaves time of are the falling year off the trees and the hardware is falling off. Yes. Whatever, iPhones falling from Apple trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the mm-hmm. time of the year generally when gearheads get very excited about new phones, tablets, wearables, all the stuff they might be buying soon, either because it's time for an upgrade or because the holiday season is coming. Because so they the make next, us. They make us. They train us like. Right. They kind of make us think it's time. It's time. And then your phone starts to mysteriously slow down and conspiracy theories Mm. abound or your battery explodes. Well, hopefully it doesn't this year. Uh, But for the next couple of weeks, we are going to be talking about two companies in particular that have just had or or are about to have big product launches. And that is Samsung and Apple. Those are the big ones Mm -hmm. in mobile. The big ones. They're the big ones. They're the big ones. So we're bringing back Dieter Bone to the studio Hello. How you doing? Dieter is an executive editor of The Verge, and really, this man reviews everything. I do review a lot of stuff. It's a yeah. nice way of saying you have no life. Almost <laughs> everything, Dieter. Thanks for joining us. And we're going to be talking about what? Uh, I think we're talking about the Note 8. Yeah, yeah we're going to spend the first bit of the show talking about the Samsung Galaxy Note 8, and we are going to answer all of your questions about the Note 8. But I should also mention, I should also note, mm-hmm. that Dieter just reviewed the Essential Phone, which is a brand new piece of hardware from Andy Rubin, the co-founder of Android. And we're going to talk about that, too, yeah. because that launch was a little dicey. Dicey. Dicey is a good word for dicey. it. Dicey. That's a nice word. That's a disaster, right? <laughs> no? I mean, is it like exploding phone disaster? No. 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 Well... But <laughs> it's a low bar then, if that's the case. It's called essential. We want to find out if it's essential, Dieter. So um, why don't we first start with the Galaxy Note 8. So give us the particulars and some... some so, it's, it's after the exploding phone. Yeah, we, right. we, we can't not, not talk the about the Note 8 without talking about the exploding phone. And okay. I think Samsung's number one goal was to not, not have us do that every time we bring it up. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah, um, too bad. Squad goals. But it's... Do you li- if you like big phones, you've always known about the Note because the Note is the quintessential giant phone. Mm-hmm. And so Samsung just went ahead and made another giant phone. Uh, but what's interesting and unique about the Note 8 this year is it's coming after the exploding one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not the only giant phone. There are lots yes. and lots of really good massive phones now. And so like the Note's reason for existence is different than what it so used to be. So in the interim, while it was exploding, people have come out with other phones. So the stakes Including are very Samsung, high. by yeah. the way. Yeah. Samsung had the yeah. S8 So how, the how important is this phone for Samsung? I think this phone is important for Samsung insofar as it will cater to people that want the Note because they, they're trying to say it's for Note fans and it'll help put that exploding thing behind them. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of like their flagship phone, that's the S8 and you know the S9, the standard Galaxy phones, because they have a big one and a small one now. There's a regular S8, and then there's the S8 Plus. And uh, I don't have the exact sales numbers, but it's at least one, if not you know two or three orders of magnitudes more sales go to the traditional Galaxy than to the Note. So this thing is more of a flagship brand kind of phone than it is a we're going to sell 
as many of these as humanly possible and it's the one to get no matter what kind of phone it's the thing that it's the aspirational samsung phone it's the we can prove that we can make an, a technically amazing device that everybody's going to want they'll walk into the store and look at this thing and then they'll end up buying the s8 instead because it's smaller how is the phone? Dan Seifer, who works with us at The Verge, called mm. it the best note ever. But I feel like calling it the best note is... It's like not... Yeah, the no. bar wasn't set super high from last year, right? How, you've used it. We both mm-hmm. went to the briefing in San Francisco and got to play with it for a little bit. Yeah. It's, what are your um, thoughts? It's an incredibly good Android phone. Uh, Samsung has uh, reined itself in on software with the exception of Bixby, which still has its own button, which you have to hit accidentally all the time mm-hmm. um but it has bixby bixby is samsung's take on a personal assistant but rather than try and take on siri or even alexa or google assistant directly they claim that what bixby is actually there for is to help you control your device with your voice so instead of hitting the touch screen and like digging through menus you can just ask it and it'll figure it out for you in practice, it's much more muddled. It's a little bit of an assistant. It's a little bit of a news feed. It's a little bit of random ads for Samsung products. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a little bit of, you, you can actually like use Bixby. your phone. No, I'm not a big fan of Bixby at all. But it's still there. Bixby's yeah. still there. Yeah. Well, it's rolling yeah. out in phases, too, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Because when we first saw it, which I think was for the launch of the S8, mm-hmm. and we first learned there was a dedicated phone button for it, mm-hmm. it could do very, very limited things. Yep. And it wasn't so good at indexing just indexing the web or pulling up results like in the same way that you say to okay google yeah tell me some random thing Mm -hmm. and it's so i mean google obviously it's 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 a search company right Mm -hmm. so it's so good at that in addition to being integrated with things in the phone bixby is mostly integrated with things in the phone right? right and it's it's also it's not it doesn't hit everything but it works with like i don't know a few dozen apps beyond what samsung has but it's just a big mistake to launch something that is that like integral to the identity of the phone but doesn't work well? We learned with Siri that if you use it three times and it's bad each of the three times, you learn to ignore it and you're going to ignore this button. But if you do ignore this button, it's a stupendously good big phone. It has the best specs, the fastest processor, a really big, beautiful screen. Um, but a lot of big phones have all that stuff now. So the thing that is supposed to set the note apart are a new dual camera system and the stylus. And... The dual camera system is not that wildly impressive. They've done a couple of neat things, and we can get into the, the nerdy bits of it, but basically it's about on par with a uh, iPhone 7 Plus in terms of what you can do with having two lenses there. And then beyond that, it's just it's kind of the same as what you can get in an S8. So it's not the reason to get this phone isn't the cameras. The only reason to buy a Note instead of some other big phone is if you really like the physical design or, more importantly, if you really, really like to use a stylus. And they've added a few stylus features here, too. What are those? Talk about the S Pen. Mm-hmm. So I just refuse to call it the S Pen. What Why do you not? call it? Just call it the stylus. I just call it a stylus. That's what it is. Right. It does all the same stuff it's done before. You pull the thing out, a little menu pops up, and you can choose all these different options. There's some clever things, like you can use it to like highlight text more easily, and then it'll translate it for you. Uh, it will let you take notes without turning the phone on on the lock screen, and then you can pin one of them, and you can take... 100 pages of notes. I really like Hooray. that feature. 100 mm-hmm. pages. Mm-hmm. It is a really useful feature. Though. You just yeah, pull things out, jot a note right. down, and you're done. Right. My favorite new feature, though, is uh, they kind of copied something from iMessage where you can like write a little message out with sparkles or sparks or something yeah. and then send that thing out, and the person you send it to can see it written out. But what's clever about it is with iMessage, it only works with iMessage. With Samsung's little you know live message thing, it'll work with any messaging app you use. So you, so you can, can get confetti. You can get confetti. You can put it on <laughs> like Twitter. You can send it in you know 
Google Chat, yeah. if that mm-hmm. still exists on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Set to with you. lasers. So, yeah. and then, so the, the stylus, what else? Uh, well, then it's just stylus stuff. So it's, mm-hmm. um, you can, if you're playing a video, you can like draw a square over a certain part of the screen and then record that and turn that into an animated GIF and send it out. You can use it to just navigate the phone if you prefer tapping with the stylus instead of with your finger. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I, you know, I used styluses on PDAs on Palm Pilots way back in the day right. and on trios. Yep. And once I moved to like a proper touchscreen that actually worked with your finger, I kind of stopped thinking about what I would use a stylus for a phone for. Note taking would be it, right? Note taking. Personal note taking. Yeah. So there are people that are really into it. They like making art with it and so on and so on and so on. But I don't know how truly large the market is of people that must have a stylus with the phone. But right. the if why you are, are that person, there's literally no other option. What are, why are they keeping it then? Because uh, there's a, there's an, enough of a market there for them to sell to, mm-hmm. but I think more importantly is it's a technically impressive phone. It looks great. It has the styles thing. They can pound their chest and say we made a phone with the most features, the, the, everything you could possibly do with the phone. You can stick it in a dock and it turns into a whole damn computer, mm-hmm. which it can do. It's called Dex, uh, and they put more RAM in it so it can do more computer stuff. Nobody does that, but maybe maybe a few people do. But Samsung can say that it's possible, and that means you're going to pay attention to Samsung, and then you'll end up buying an S8 instead of a Note. Is my it, like I feel like it's it's as much a phone about marketing as it is about being a phone right. that they want to sell a lot of. Let's talk about the downsides. Dan mentioned in his review that it's so big that it felt a little awkward to use. Yeah, do you agree I, with that? How much bigger than, than the iPhone, the big iPhone? It is a man. I mean, I'd have to look at the exact dimensions, but we're we're talking about in the same par as a big, big iPhone. But it's all screen, whereas the big iPhone currently has massive bezels on the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know it's a big phone, and like, you're not going to use this with one hand. The real problem with it being so big, like you can accept that a phone is big. What you can't accept is that it's very difficult to just unlock the damn thing because the fingerprint sensor. They stuck the, the fingerprint back. sensor way up at the top next to the cameras because oh. it looks nicer, and I don't know, it fits their battery better, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that means it's very hard to reach. And then your alternatives are, you know, a pin. Or a you know slide to unlock, or an iris scanner, which is fairly yeah. accurate, mm. but like doesn't work with sunglasses, you so you would hate it. Yeah, I know. Why would uh, I put my phone up to my eye? Um, and then there's a facial recognition, but that's also very things. insecure. At least the yeah. way Samsung has implemented it, it's very insecure. So it'll work, but it'll also work if you like someone puts a picture of you in front of it. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. well, you're that's the plot Swisher. of a spy. Anyone right. can do that. <laughs> that's the plot of a spy movie. Uh, it's also expensive. Like Mission Impossible. Right? Find yeah, a picture of Lauren. <laughs> I'm going to break into her house. Oh, oh my God. You're going to find all you kinds of cat pictures that. in there. Wow, yeah. I bet I am. It's 930 but, so bucks. It's expensive. Expensive. Yeah, we expensive. are entering an era of expensive phones. Expensive phones. And we don't know that for a fact yet because there are some rumors that Apple's phone... Uh, one of the Apple phones that will launch next week may be a more expensive model than usual, and they're already pretty expensive. Yeah. But you know, I don't know if these devices justify the cost yet. So what here's, do you think about the price? here's my take on that. Uh, when you go and buy a MacBook Pro or some you know high-end mm-hmm. Windows laptop, and it costs fifteen hundred dollars, nobody's nobody's confused as to why you spent the extra money for that fancy laptop. Right. You get you know to make videos or do photo editing or whatever, play games. Type. Is there a world in which what you can do on a $1,000 phone that clear and obvious compared to like a $600 well, phone? And I don't, know th- I don't know if we know the answer to that yet. Yeah, I mean, I do mostly everything on my phone now. I right. can't write and edit that mm-hmm. very easily. It's not you have to put it in a laptop cradle or whatever. Right. But you, 
pretty much everything else I yeah. can do. It's in terms of its importance in your life, mm-hmm. it's surely worth a thousand bucks, I think. Well for a lot of people. I guess. But is it worth a thousand bucks compared to what you could get done with a you know a six hundred dollar phone. Is, right, the, yeah. is is there a difference yeah. between a MacBook and a MacBook Pro equivalent for between yep. an iPhone and an so. iPhone Pro or a Samsung? Well, the thing Samsung with phones Pro. is that there's I think that there's a, an actual physical price to things. I mean, yeah. it, and we'll see teardowns of these phones, and we've seen teardowns of the phones already. And we look at things like OLED displays, mm-hmm. where we look at fast and what it costs. So to that's how much it processors. And you say, okay, maybe the price is going up because of that. And there will be all kinds of analyses and justifications right. for that. But then there's sort of the conceptual price of it, right. which we haven't determined yet, which is, well, how does this, like, if someone, if someone carries around a Note 8, or someone carries around a giant fancy iPhone that happens to be $300 more than a regular iPhone, what kind of market does that create and what does that say about its users? Well, I think a lot of people need to use these things and that's the latest one. I yeah. mean, so you get the best stuff out of it, right? Well, I mean, not for nothing, but these are public companies that have investors who get uh, persnickety if they don't have a high margin and mm-hmm. uh, high sales numbers. And yep. if you can get both, then great. And Apple knows that people will buy the best thing that Apple can put out. And so right. that's how that, they can easily justify a $1,000 phone, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with a Samsung phone, like the $1,000 or the you know, $200, $300 you're going to spend more to get a note, it comes down to the stylus right and, and like having a did, bigger phone a little bit but yeah because it doesn't necessarily it. translate to what is the smaller one cost? either the smaller like you can get an s8 plus for it's it's weird because samsung phones get more heavily discounted more quickly than other like the, mm-hmm. than iphones and or even than the note so you can get a deal on an s8 plus for probably you know 650 700 right now um and it's also weird because buying a phone these days is more complicated than picking a cable package because you could either just buy it straight unlocked or you can like go to your carrier and there's like 15 different pricing plans. There's buying it outright. There's buying it on this monthly plan. There's buying it on that monthly plan. And so it's a, it's a mystery to even talk about pricing right now with phones. And so we, we try and just like default to talking about the unlocked price to buy it flat out. Cause that is the real price to people, no matter how it gets obfuscated by a bunch of carrier plans. But that doesn't mean that when people go to the store to get a phone that they don't end up looking at the, you know, twenty four seventy three a month price and go like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a mess. Hmm. It's a mess. So, um, so Sorry. Let's talk about the exploding, the battery check and safety. Boom. So, right. Boom. So Boom. Samsung, they got over the, the hump of, like, everybody not trusting them with the S8 because that came out after the Note. I still don't trust them. Well, I mean, I don't do have I. the phone. It doesn't matter. Um, I would at this point. All right. Bye. They have an eight-point check. I trust them or not. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, they, they go run it through a bunch of tests and make sure. The other thing is they chose to put, I think, a smaller battery into the Note 8 than they probably otherwise could have if they wanted to be a little bit more aggressive. Um, it still should last a full day, but... Uh, they could have gone in with a much you know, bigger more battery. powerful, bigger yeah. battery, and right. I think they chose not to. So uh-huh. I'm not in particular worried about this phone exploding. Um, what's interesting is this angle that Samsung has been taking that this is, um, you know, this is we made this thing because people want the stylus so bad. We had to. The fans made us do it mm-hmm. uh, is a really clever way for them to have like the exploding in the background not try and completely pretend that didn't happen but say like even though it, this thing exploded we still had to do it for the fans hmm. um, and that that's not totally wrong I mean people do love the stylus for um, various strange reasons that are arcane to me I think at this point your concerns have to be less technical 
because it doesn't seem knock on wood it doesn't seem as though they're going to be exploding battery issues this time around so far Mm -hmm. and more about whether or not you care that the company really resisted the idea of the recall last year even after this became a known problem Mm -hmm. and really dragged its feet in addressing this um, and had to implement a battery safety check that clearly was not in place beforehand and if you take issue with that as a consumer in general then that's your choice but you know I now I feel like I'm going to just like eat my foot when something goes wrong (laughs) but we haven't seen any issues yet with the note 8 or the s8 for as far as we know right well so but they've got a nothing can go wrong really pretty much nothing can go wrong with this yeah if anything goes wrong with this phone they're they're deeply deeply so it's an important phone for them talk about how why it's important because um you know they have different product lines they've got tvs home appliances all kinds of things Mm -hmm. um how important is the mobile part of it I mean, it, it makes them the most money out of all their divisions. And, and you know, Samsung's got, they make boats, right? They make right. literally everything. But the, right. this is the thing that makes them the most money. It's also the thing that I think they do a really good job of pushing their various divisions forward technically by having successful phones. So, you know, old, Samsung makes all the OLED screens for like most phones. You know, mm-hmm. LG's going to make a bunch soon. And... They wouldn't be as good at making OLED screens if they didn't sell a lot of have phones. Have their own phones. Have their own and phones. Did they make all it. these phones in Korea? Is that correct? Yeah. And so, is there any? I, I take to bring in international affairs, but with all this tension on that peninsula. I mean, not to mention their executives like getting yeah. arrested. Getting arrested. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. Corruption yeah. 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 Their top executive. Let's be clear. Yeah, I think that this phone is important as uh, people if they can make this phone not necessarily sell a ton, but be respected and not explode, then it's a little bit of a, you know, build up their brand moment and distract from other problems. Because there's so them. many. Yeah, right. there's so many. Um, and again, I don't expect that this thing is going to outsell Samsung's other phones. I think that the S8 is still going to sell way more. What do they think they're going to sell of these? I have no idea. No idea. Do you know how many they sold of the other before? Not off the top of my head. Not, not that mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that after the Note 7 was exploded, uh, Samsung started giving those customers S7s, correct? Yeah. So they actually, they inadvertently ended up expanding their footprint for S7s yeah. quite a bit because they had to use it as a replacement phone. Yeah, yeah they came the default the replacement phone. Majority, they claimed the vast majority of people who like came in to turn in their old notes uh, got S7s uh, instead of switching to iPhone. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Different phones. They're different phones. Yeah. They're different phones. So let's talk about the other Android phones uh, that you've reviewed, Pixel, Essential, and let's talk a little bit about the Essential phone launch. Sure. But first, let's talk about the Pixel and the others, how they're doing. Because you're so, saying this how is does the this best. Right. Yeah. They make the best Android phones. Uh, so the Pixel is coming up on a year old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are expecting that Google's going to announce a couple new Pixels in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, the rumors say that there'll be a Pixel XL, which is a Pixel XL 2, which will be a big phone with small bezels, and then a, a smaller Pixel that'll mm-hmm. be more like last year's Pixel. Um, I guess I should say, um, we've been talking about the Note, we're going to talk about the Pixels here in a minute, and there's the essential phone, and then the iPhones are coming. Do not buy a phone right now. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. super don't. Wait until you've seen uh, everything that, are, that the rest of these announcements so, coming. November. At least at least Apple and Google, uh, and then you can probably be be out. The the other phone that's sort of around is there. LG has a new flagship phone mm-hmm. called the, the V30, V30. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another name. one of these tiny little bezel phones. But it has a headphone jack with a really high quality audio processor. An old in headphone it. jack, yeah, proper headphone oh, jack, retro. Yeah, right. <laughs> all of these Android phones and I have, have headphones, basically so. the same internals. They all have mm-hmm. basically the same processor. They basically do the same things. There's some you know, software bits to differentiate them, but they really don't 
differentiate it that much for most people to end up just using the basic software stuff. Um, we'll see if the Pixel, the new Pixels that are coming out, will have some kind of special thing to them beyond just you know that there's less crap on them like there is on an LG phone or a Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you again wait until everything's been announced and you can, if you can walk into a store and just look at these and just pick the one that like seems nicest to you, you're going to be fine. Um, you know, if you're buying a quote-unquote flagship phone, you're going to be fine. Um, but you get into some weird nuances. So, for example, this Essential phone, I really like it. I think it has uh, incredibly great, beautiful hardware. The aesthetics of it, I don't know, they feel like they, they fit my personality really well, which is maybe a weird thing to say about a phone. Um, but the cameras are disappointing. It's, like, not that great of a camera. Uh, so I actually don't think it's worth the money. It's there. It's a $700 phone, and I don't know that if you're going to spend $700 a phone, you should assume that it has just a killer top tier camera and the essential phone doesn't quite reach that but the best stuff from lg htc samsung and google all will all right so talk about the essential which turns out to be not so so, tell us tell people what the essential phone is first since it is a new entrant into the market you you mentioned at the top andy rubin has a new startup that's uh, been funded to the tune of a billion dollars creator of android and he thinks that it should be possible to make premium quality consumer products without having you know a massive giant company infrastructure behind them. Is this true? Mostly. Um, at least if the essential phone is any indication. Uh, it was a little bit delayed since he announced it at, mm-hmm. uh, at the code conference. Um, they, Like I said, the camera isn't quite as great as I, uh, I think it ought to be. Um, but also, they're a tiny, relatively tiny startup, and so they had some problems launching. One of them was with customer service. They had some some customers that they like didn't know if they were real or fraud, and so they did the thing that small companies do, which is like, hey, prove you're real, send me a picture of your driver's license. That's not a great thing to do customer service-wise, but it's not wildly unheard mm-hmm. of. What is wildly unheard of is the email that they had everybody reply to turned out to be a group email, and so something around 70 people ended up sending pictures of their driver's licenses to each other. Oh, dear. Which is just... just Oh, Most ridiculous thing. Oh, you can't take that back. No. Well, no, I mean, they, they, he posted yeah, an apology. Um, no, you still can't take that I back. Uh, I was also not a fan of the apology. The, the apology started with uh, a, a paragraph of him talking about how life is hard as a startup founder. It's like, oh, that's, too bad, you rich you, Andy Rubin. <laughs> right. No one feels, Andy, <laughs> nobody feels bad for you even for a second. But in the same way that the uh, Note 8 is sort of marketing for the rest of what Samsung is doing, I feel like mm-hmm. the essential phone is kind of marketing and maybe you know make a little money in the meantime for the rest of what Andy Rubin is trying to do, which is create the abstract layer on top of all the other crap in your house. The, the, all the smart home stuff in your house all speaks mm-hmm. different languages and like getting them to work together is a huge pain. And he thinks that he can with his essential home, which is a smart speaker thing uh, with a big giant round display on it, uh, create a way for all that stuff to intercommunicate through his That's a hill home. many have died on, haven't Right? They? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see. But it's true. He, he also thinks that he's going to get um, it's true. multiple... It's like Heartbreak Ridge. <laughs> heartbreak Home <laughs> Organizational Ridge. True. Heartbreak OS. OS, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I'm old and I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah. It's real sad. Oh. No, <laughs> we'll we'll see. I I don't have a lot. Mown down by the machine gun nest once again. Yeah. He's also trying to get uh, both like 
Alexa and Cortana and, I don't know, Google Assistant, maybe even Siri all to run on the speakers. And well. they don't want that. No, Sonos has been trying that for a while. Yeah, Sonos is also saying they're going to do that. I like those Sonos. Sonos people. has been around for a while, too. Yeah, they have. They've stuck and it they've out. they actually proved themselves as a hardware startup. Yeah, they've been started. They've, at least a decade. they've pushed it. It's well, a tough thing. Sonos but has got a new speaker uh, with a microphone coming pretty soon, too. Oh, yeah. everyone has one. Yeah, it's, I'm trying it's out the fall Google hardware home season. I was not exaggerating. They're all the same. They're all fine, right? They're all fine. There was an interesting, didn't you tweet this the other day? Dieter tweeted the other day something about how it's it's actually harder to say okay Google than it is to say Alexa. It is. Yeah. Alexa is like melodious and it feels nice okay, when Google you say paint. it. Google. I kept Google. yelling okay, at it. Google Google is like, like, is, if you say Google 15 times by the time you get to the end you, you, you've you I just kept yelling tongue. at it Google and I realized I had to say okay. It okay. Was like you could also okay. say hey. Really? Hey Google. Hey. I don't want to say hey, that. Hey Google. I should say what I want to say. Just say Alexa. Alexa flows. I don't know. Flows. Yeah. They can't let you say what you want to say because they need to tune the microphones to listen to the particular syllables of the I keyword. Understand. In that particular I, don't, I don't care for their problems. I don't care what their problems are. <laughs> you see? They have to put the doors on the ceiling because it's easier for the designers. Like, I don't care. Like, jeez. You've lived too long, and I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I would like them to change it. Um, so just thinking it up. So it's nice that a startup does phones, though. It's mm-hmm. like instead of these big, we're going to see two behemoths come out with phones. What are the chances of the essential? How many have they sold or are they not saying? They have been talking about hit selling a million phones a year. Mm-hmm. I think that is wildly optimistic. Right. Um, I think that if we're... This could be a palm, right? Yeah, correct? Right. I, I mean, I mean, palm managed to sell He just went straight to Dieter's heart. Um, oh, does he love his palm? He loves palm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Roger McNamee in that dumb mirror? Oh, we got in that fight on the yeah. stage, all things D. The well, ladies can the use the mirror. the palm brand is coming back. Apparently, well, it's it's WebOS. Well, no, WebOS is that's on t- LG TVs now, and that's that's gone. But the actual Palm, who owns the, the, that? A uh, company called TCL that also makes BlackBerry phones. They also make Alcatel phones. They make they, TVs too. They make, they make TVs. Roku they TVs. they bought the Palm brand in some random auction, hmm. and then they put up a website and they they said it's like the Polaroid. They asked brand. they asked people, "What do you want us to do?" And people were like, "I don't know, make a phone." They're like, "Okay, we'll 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 come back to you later." Oh, <laughs> and no. Apparently, they're going to do it. I feel that that ship should sail and just keep sailing. <laughs> the ghost ship of Roger McNamee. Yeah. Who was the other guy involved in that? Oh, John. John Rubenstein. Uh, Ruben. Rubenstein. Oh, Rubenstein. John Rubenstein. Yes. I remember them on that Ruben. stage. Yeah. Ed Colligan. Yeah. Yeah. They, had a big, they had a big uh, launch at uh, CES. Yep. Do you remember? They had that big thing. Hey, and Roger was wearing his crazy hair. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, my favorite Palm, terrible Palm launch story, when they announced their, their last stuff, the touchpad and the Pre-3 and the Veer, they had this event Here. in oh, um, San Francisco in some giant warehouse called Fort Mason. And I got there early and I heard them rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to scoop the name of the touchpad uh, because I was standing outside the door while they were rehearsing what a few hours before the event. It's called the, the touchpad. Yeah. Terrible wow. Name. That was yeah. a great scoop. Right? <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> Uh, 2011, 2012. Wait, this was the HP touchpad. Yeah, yeah. Were you oh, frantic yes. when you got that? It, just uh, typed it, it in? It crashed our website. Did because it? Because we got too much traffic ah! on the CMS. You're so kidding. Had, so I had to funny. blog the rest of the day using uh, AOL Instant Messenger, sending messages What back. do you think would crash your website right now? If you have the iPhone 8, right? If you uh, had it in probably t- I don't know. Our website would never crash. Fox Media has the Oh, all right, stuff. but fine. It's like <laughs> the, the, but if you had the iPhone 8 and were playing with it, probably that would be... Quite of interest. That would be a good day. Yeah. 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 I found it in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. And stole it. Yeah. Um, so, but it's nice to have a startup t- trying. It's hard. nice to have a startup trying. It's 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 pretty impressive that they were able to make a phone as good as it is. And it it almost is a little bit depressing that there aren't more companies there trying. 
Uh, because honestly, like I was saying before, if you get all the right parts on the inside, an Android phone is an Android phone is an Android phone. And so the, the original dream that Andy Rubin had for Android was that there would be lots and lots of companies making fo- all, making yeah. lots lots of phones Not that so. are really good. That basically happened, except that Samsung um, rolled in like a juggernaut and sucked yeah. all the air up. And so now when you talk about Android phones, there's only a handful that really matter yeah. uh, when you know, if there were a better, cleaner ecosystem for it, there, you know, you should be able to just go buy lots of phones that are all just yeah. as good. And but that, it's not, it's certainly not, really not the, the Tesla of phones, the essential, has it? That no, really. although if no, you, and if none you of ask, them yeah. have the same kind of no, power, no. too. I mean, they all end up with like a lot of bloatware or they end up just making sacrifices mm-hmm. in some way because they can't command the same market attention that the high end ones do. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a lot. Will you buy the note? Would you buy the note? Uh, I think the note is probably uh, a little bit too big for me. And also, like, the stylus isn't worth the price premium to right, me. Right. I'm, I'm much more likely to get a slightly smaller phone. I was using the tiny little iPhone SE for a while. I really liked it. Wow. Don't go back I to go tiny. Back. Yeah. All right. In a minute, we're going to take some questions about the Galaxy Note 8 from Samsung from our readers. Uh, it just came out, and listeners, and Dieter is going to answer them. But first, we're going to take a quick break for a word from one of our sponsors. Ka-ching! Which is the price of the phone. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ka-ching. It's many ka-chings. All right, enough with the ka-chings. Okay. Now I'm going to read the sponsor situation. To build the kinds of things developers want to build today, they need better tools. That's why Amazon Web Services built Amazon Aurora. It's a relational database engine that's compatible with MySQL and PostgreSQL. And it provides up to five times the performance of the standard MySQL on the same hardware at a tenth of the cost. Amazon Aurora from AWS can scale up to millions of transactions per minute. It automatically grows your storage to 64 terabytes. That's a lot of terabytes. And it replicates data to three different availability zones. You don't have to manage a thing. There are no upfront charges, no commitments. You only pay for what you use. Check it out at aurora.aws. We're back with Dieter Bone from The Verge talking about the Samsung Galaxy Note 8. And now we're going to take some questions from our readers and listeners. Lauren, would you like to ask the first question? I would like to because it's an obvious one. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious because Greg says it's obvious. Okay. Yeah. Greg, at Superset Greg said, I'll ask the obvious. How's the battery life? Yeah. It is better than I expected, given that they were not aggressive with the battery. Um, Dan gave it the full review. He said he was able to get uh, a day, maybe just a little over a day if mm-hmm. he's careful. Um, it also has, you know, 15 different ways to charge it, whereas wireless charging, it does fast charging through their uh, USB-C port. It's not going to give you two days. It's not going to wildly impress you. But it seems None like every phone do. maker just targets like, yeah, we'll, we'll make a day. And every phone Dang. maker is basically getting there. Um, I would like to see a phone that lasts way longer. But uh, apparently that's never going to happen for me. Never, never. You'll be long gone. Your children will enjoy it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Zachary, and I'm not going to read, but add something. Uh, maybe too soon to ask, but how does the LG V30 screen compare to the Note 8? Uh, and related, hold mm. on, Rick Simpson. Is an edge-to-edge display enough to bring back users Samsung lost last year after the spontaneous combustion fiasco? I like that better than the explosion. The spontaneous, spontaneous combustion spontaneous. fiasco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen the two screens side by side. They are different. So the LG has a flat screen uh, and the Note curves, although not as much as the S8 curves. It's a subtler curve at the, at the edges. Um, I don't think an edge edge screen is going to be impressive to anybody at all ever again in you know in like two months. Uh, we've seen them on Samsung phones. We've seen them on this LG phone. Seen it on the Essential phone. We're going to probably see it on one of the new Google phones and we're, you know iPhone. I don't know. Every phone is going to have 
either literally an edge-to-edge screen or something very, very close to it. And so that's that's not going to be a differentiating thing anymore. So that won't bring anybody back. I think that, uh, the, you know, if you're making the decision between the V30 and the Note based on the tech specs of the screen and which one is slightly more beautiful, you're probably doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have a much bigger impact on your life from the quality of the cameras, whether or not you want a headphone jack, whether or not you care about the stylus. Headphone jack. Interesting. I like the edge to edge. And supposedly the yeah. iPhone's going to have that, right? Yep. One Allegedly. of them. Yeah. Allegedly, there's going to be like updates to the current iPhones, and then there's going to be a new fancy super iPhone. Yeah, I'm probably going to get that. What's that, $3 million? Uh, we're expecting <laughs> it to start at 1000 bucks. Yeah. It's going to be, get a, what, what was the phrase that I think John Gruber used with the watch? Get out the fainting couch. $17,000 $17, Apple gold Apple watch. Uh. It's going to be like that. No, Remember it's that? really not. How many people? We should find those people to see how they feel about their. Lorraine Powell Jobs was just seen wearing one. Oh, really? She was she wearing. She, there were free. pictures of her on. I think it, she was on like a vacation or something really? in the tabloids, and she was wearing a gold Don't Apple you think watch. She got it free? I think she knew someone. Yeah, yeah, I think she knows someone. People. By the way, everyone, please go see her ad that she did on DACA with Reagan. Yes, with Reagan. Reagan. Really Reagan. Mm-hmm. She's very clever. She's she's done a lot of clever uh, things in that genre of protest. Clever. She has indeed. And, and she, she spoke has a at Code watch. Conference about it, too. She did. She did. She, she wasn't Harris. wearing a gold iPhone watch there, was she? No, yeah. she wasn't. But these were like, these were tabloid photos. And I think mm. it might have been, I don't remember, it might have been a British publication. You know how the Brits, like, you know, the tabloids, they, they really get in there. Interesting. Anyway, they'll be cool. All right, next question, Lauren. Next question is from Max Buondono. Uh, his handle is at Legendary Scoop. Um, how come smartphone manufacturers don't realize their bloat and junkware situations are so bad? I think they do realize it. I think we all realize it, mm. but they continue to do it. Crapware. And then Max um, retweeted Dan Seifert, who tweeted the other day, the LG V30's garbage bloatware includes lock screen ads. Awesome to see on a $750 Amazing. phone. Um, obviously, Dan was being sarcastic about that. So, um, yeah, Dieter, talk about bloatware. Bloatware. Crapware. Talk about it. Crapware. Craplet. Mossberg hates yeah. it, too. I think Mossberg. the last time I was on this podcast, I brought the it's, – it's the evil god of ARPU, mm-hmm. average That's revenue right. per user. Uh, they get lots of money. Carriers get lots of money by putting crap on these things, and so does Samsung. And, you know, if it can have them make an extra 5, 10, 15, 50, 100 bucks on a phone to put a bunch of crap on there – they're going to do it. Mm. That's that's just the long and the short of it. Imagine putting an ad on a Louis Vuitton bag. Right? Like, think about it. Like, but it's not. Good. But it's the low-cost stuff. Like, Amazon is now also selling pretty cheap Android phones through Amazon.com. But you only get cheap. them for, I think you can get them for 50 or or $100, yeah. but you're going to see Amazon ads right. on the Right, but phone. I mean, I just played for premium Spotify because I was sick of the ads. Like, yeah. that's how mm-hmm. it should go. Mm-hmm. Like, right? You pay. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the places where you can trust you're getting a phone without a ton of crapware are an Apple phone buying a phone directly from Google. This essential phone doesn't have anything on it. And you sometimes can get lucky if you buy a phone unlocked directly from the manufacturer. Uh, you st- you'll still get some stuff, especially from a company like Samsung, but it's usually less stuff. If it matters to you, like you do have options to avoid it. It's just still, not as easy as it should be. No class, mm-hmm. no class Samsung on that. We're mm-hmm. going to give you a zero on that one. All right, next question, Daniel Hanna at Daniel Hanna. Why not collaborate with Google on stock apps instead? Complete the great hardware, excellent support and reliability. I think it's compete with great. Yeah, uh, they tried that once. There was there used to be this thing called Google Play Edition of phones. Uh, Samsung and HTC yeah. both made it, and uh, I think they sold precisely six of them. And so they didn't do it again. Uh, and that that's kind of it. They can't differentiate uh, enough. There's not enough sales channels and. 
you know, Samsung wants people to believe that Samsung has a software ecosystem. That's why they've made this Bixby little yappy dog version of an intelligent assistant. Um, yeah, Bixby. Bixby is, sounds like a little yappy dog. No, Bixby right? is a British butler <laughs> or a kid that you don't play with. <laughs> I don't want to play with Bixby. Bixby smells. <laughs> no, no, Bixby doesn't smell. Bixby has other issues. But not smell. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if they just if they just make a stock quote unquote stock Android phone. Why would you buy that instead of a Pixel is kind of their attitude. They want hmm. to differentiate. And also they didn't hmm. sell well. So yeah. Yeah. why yeah. did they put the effort Personally, in? Personally, I love Samsung Milk. You know, Bixby's Ooh. probably a name that San Francisco parents are going to like now. Do not Bixby. name your child Bixby. Uh, Doesn't it feel like I don't know. I haven't, heard, I haven't seen those stories yet. Were really? there stories about people naming their kids Siri after uh, Siri? No. Did you Bixby see the, the story about the woman whose name is literally Alexa Siri? Stop it. Yep. She says she's called her life a waking nightmare. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I feel bad yep. for this woman. No virtual assistants right. in there. Explain home. this tweet storm we got. Okay, Lauren. we got a tweet oh storm from Samantha Yamin. I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Samantha. And I'm just going to summarize it here. Thanks. Uh, the first thing she said one. is: Is the Google Pixel 2 going to have fixes to its huge shortcomings that no tech reviewers has called it out on yet? She says that the camera on the Google Pixel sucks when used in Snapchat and Instagram because the camera is software-based. And she actually sent us a side-by-side comparison of taking a photo in one of those apps versus the native Pixel Cam and asks which new fall phone actually has the best camera. Okay, so Dieter, mm-hmm. what do you think about the Google Pixel phone as it is now, uh, the camera? How is it going to improve? Is it going to improve? And then she's asking generally what the best camera is. Well, you know it's not essential. Um, this is a loaded question. Well, there's 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 actually a lot of interesting things uh, embedded in that those questions. Mm-hmm. So um, Android has not traditionally been as good at cameras as the iPhone up until basically a year and a half, two years ago. And a lot of that was they, they don't have as tightly integrated software and hardware solution as Apple does. Um, relatively recently, Samsung and then Google and LG all kind of figured it out. But that integrated solution that they figured out doesn't necessarily apply to other third-party apps like Snapchat. And we all know that also a bunch of third-party apps like Snapchat um, pay more attention to the quality and their performance on the iPhone than they do on Android, even though Android is you know, ostensibly a bigger addressable market. There's just more money on the iPhone than there is on Android right now, even though there's, you know, millions and millions more Android phones than iPhones. So wrap all that up and you end up in a situation where even though you can get a camera on an Android phone that is as good, if not better, than what you can get on an iPhone, that doesn't mean that the support for that camera in third-party software is going yeah. to be as good. And that's nope. just the it's way just of the not. world. Mm-hmm. They make what, everything for the iPhone. What's the best camera of the fall? I don't know. Talk to me in late October after we review all, all good, of them. Though. Yeah. Boy, they're all pretty good. They're all pretty good. They're all getting really At good. At the top end, they are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Can okay. we just say, though, that the front-facing cameras should stop being so good? Like, we just have these front-facing cameras where everyone takes selfies, and then they apply filter after filter after filter to actually reduce the resolution of the front-facing camera. So we I should just filters. start out with, like, a low-resolution, low-level front-facing camera for vanity's sake. Yeah, just put a piece of scotch tape oh, yeah. over it. Yeah, put a piece of scotch tape over it. Yeah. I'd like to filter. Anyway, Marco Ladola. Well, I don't have a Lumi case, unlike Kara. I do. So. It's a gift from my friend Kim Kardashian. Uh, I know. A gift. I have the letter. I actually saw... Here I, you go, Kara. Enjoy. I was with someone this weekend who had a like Lumi case, legit using the Lumi case. You can, Very it excited works. by it. It's, you look amazing using it. She's 100% correct. You look 400 times better using the Lumi case. It's just I the would. Way it is. 
And the yet, less you see, the better. Well, okay, all right. See? Low, <laughs> low magnificence. The Note 8 barely keeps up with the aged iPhone Plus, especially in video editing. Shouldn't we wait for the S9 to oh. Marco? Uh, concerned. If you, yeah, I don't know. If you, if you think Who the S9 is going to magically change all, all problems of Android, then sure, go ahead and wait. Uh, but I, I, if you're going to wait for something slightly better in the future, you're never going to buy a phone. Uh, when you need a phone, go get a phone. Unless it is uh, July, August, or September, then you should wait till the new phones come out. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So last don't one. Wait until, why wait until it's going to be March or April 2018? Hmm. Marco, it, live your life now. Yeah. <laughs> live life for today. Pay another thousand. We don't know what will months. happen. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. All right. The next question is from Z Dubos, who asks, how's the pen on the Note 8? I love to doodle, and this sounds like a great mobile sketch pad. I think a good way well, to address stylus. this is not only is how the pen, because you talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit earlier, but is the pen better than earlier styluses? Well, it's waterproof now. Oh, Ooh, so that's la. good. Uh, they added more levels of sensitivity compared to the Note 5, but it's the same as the Note 6. Yeah. I found that the, I don't this is going to, like the pen feel when you're writing on the screen is slightly better than it was on previous notes. Pen it feel, didn't there's quite, pen feel. like glide quite as slickly. It's, mm-hmm. There's a little bit more traction there. Um, how about losing the pen? There any more yeah, chance? you're on your own there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, putting it in the wrong way too. That was a thing for a while the, where people would yep. put it, oh. and it would break or mm-hmm. get caught in there. Uh, that's not a thing now. Mm-hmm. That's fine now. Honestly, there's like there's literally a built-in slot for the pen. If you lose it, it's not like the iPad pen where if you pencil whatever where you lose that, it's like well, there's nothing magnetic keeping me yeah. to the de- the main device. This is like literally it just has a slot for you. It's got a silo. It's got it's, yeah. yeah. A silo. That's a nice way to put it. Silo. Sleeve. Sleeve. All right. Okay. Last question from this guy who retired. He's <laughs> such a pain in the ass. You know, he just keeps nothing to do but smoke cigars and send us obnoxious notes. So here we go. <laughs> At Walsh Mossberg. Who's that? I don't know. He was he was a one time tech reviewer, I think, at some point. Of some note. All right, dear Backlon. You can't even address you by your full name. That is my name. That's I know. My name I get Twitter. that okay. still. He could say, hello, Dieter. How are you doing? <laughs> Why are none of the new fall smartphones using WebOS? Please explain in detail. <laughs> this is in quotes. Why it would be better if they did. Thanks. Um, He's trolling you. Yeah. The, no, I, I, have, I, have an, I have an answer, Walt, and it's because life no, is suffering. No, it's at Walt Mossberg. Don't, don't, yeah, because why, why are they doing this? Life is pain and nothing will ever be good. That is why. <laughs> what would a WebOS web phone look like today? Uh, man, I don't know. It would um, it would be weird. It, I mean, HP would screw it up inevitably. The d- design of the direction they were going for was more angled. Uh, so there were lots of like funny, weird, sharp corners and stuff. But they probably would have moved away from, from that again by now. So mm-hmm. I think it would basically look like a Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. They'd probably just go back to Zoom. Yeah, those they, were the days, mm-hmm. my friend. I have some one of those somewhere. Yeah, they're Do good. you have yours? I don't Should have mine. Did you it have out. the brown one? I had the brown one. Uh, it's the best one. Yeah, the yeah. best one. <laughs> it's really every time I look at it, I like open a box and there it is. I'm like, ah! and then I close the box. It's next to the Palm yeah. Pilot and next to the one of the Blackberries. I don't know. They're all in there. I have a lot yeah. of old Blackberries. I'm not yeah. sure if I have a Palm Pilot. I think I have a Palm Pilot somewhere. Before we let you go, yeah. mm-hmm. give us a quick preview of what we could expect next week at the Apple event because that's what we're going to be talking yeah. about on next week's podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, like I Plus said earlier, knows. I think. I think three models of iPhone uh, updates for the 7 and 7 Plus Mm -hmm. that will be, you know, updates. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure that they'll have some great cameras that'll work well with the the AR kit. Who's a celebrity? Oh, man. I don't know. That's a really good question. Who's going to play the event? 
Yes. Well, it's in the new Steve Jobs Theater, which oh. is on the new campus, which very few people have been to. Mm. And it's a new auditorium, which I believe, based on floor plans that we've seen, is actually underground. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, is that good for is that good for Wi-Fi and acoustics or bad? Oh, we shall see. Wi-Fi. Steve Down. Yeah, I do, I do Steve wonder who handled the, the Wi-Fi for the person going to be. The press. It was Sia last year. Interesting. Right? Who is the Sia? celebrity? Guess the celebrity. Uh, Drake. Yes. Drake. I think we, we, he, the weekend he, he did, was a couple did, years ago. Drake already did it once too. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh. Who else? I Travis remember the Cal- weekend came Travis Kalanick like, with a new Uber. People, yeah, people didn't know who the weekend was. And now, um, now he's a big deal. Yeah. Now Man, he's with Selena. I am stumped. Who yeah. Who would it be? I hope it's not like the chain smokers. It's That'd Beyonce. I'm I'm calling it right here. It's Beyonce. Is it Beyonce? If they get Beyonce. I, I mean, I mean I'm I'm the guy that leaves during the concert so I can go be first in line to take pictures of a thing. Oh but if it's if God. it's Beyonce, I'm never leaving that theater. I'm just gonna sit there uh, in my seat in the hopes that maybe someday Are you a bee? Are you one of the bees? I don't know. Bee, what I is mean, it called? The beekeeper? What do they call themselves? The I bee. don't know. It's a group. They swarm people when they're mean to Beyonce online. That sounds good. Yeah. I'll be bee. Yeah. 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 In addition to the iPhones. Two yeah. updates plus the new iPhone 8, iPhone Pro, whatever you call it. It'll be fancy and won't have a home button. You'll unlock it with your face. Which one? The yeah. iPhone 8, the iPhone Pro. We don't know what it's going to be called yet. Oh, but no. it's the bezel-less super iPhone. Mm-hmm. OLED screen and unlock with your face. And all the details of it, uh, well, all the big ones face. have leaked. Uh, no, because it has 3D scanning, so a picture won't work. But if someone took a mold of your face... That could potentially They do that. Oh. Yeah. My fans do that. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you know what the biggest thing is with the, the fingerprint sensors are unlocking what? on the back is when you're driving. I feel like there's Why are you driving and opening your phone? Because sometimes when you're driving, if you have an old car or you like old cars and you happen to have some type of dock or aftermarket solution and you need to reach over and just press the home button once because you just need like the thing to light up. Do you know what I do? I change the not. It doesn't go off when I'm in the phone before I start the car and then it just stays. Yeah. If you have an Android phone, you just turn on Android Auto and Mm -hmm. the screen stays See, I like Android Auto. Mm. And and Apple's coming out with some version of like a limited iOS. Yes. capabilities for when people are driving mm-hmm. but I think Android Auto is a great solution right. in but in any case I just went off on a tangent what else can we expect to see anything else uh, I think we're going to see an updated version of the Apple TV that'll support uh, HDR and Dolby and hopefully 4k mm-hmm. and uh, we're also expecting an Apple watch that will have LTE built in so that you can have your battery drain even faster oh good and uh, over and under and how many women will be on stage two right oh. they usually get to two. I think they're going to get to Three. 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 Who are they going to yeah. be? Well, so Bo- crazy. Bo- Buzaman, uh St. John no, left. She's out. Yeah. She she's went out. to Uber. Yeah. Jennifer Bailey runs Apple Pay. Oh, true. She sometimes, she can, yeah, sometimes uh, makes appearances at these mm-hmm. kinds of events. Yeah. Yeah. Although, is she been on stage? I'm trying to think about. Mm-hmm. I, I always I see, so, like, maybe. she and Angela Aarons are always around. They just had, but they, they just I don't had, know if uh, they. Lisa Jackson. Jackson yeah. on last time, but they mm. could bring her out again. Right. Oh, yeah. So three. You're going with three. I'm going to go with three. I'm going with one. Mm. Okay? I'm going to say that. Okay. And I'm interviewing Bozama next week at the Code Conference. Oh, you are? The Code Commerce Conference, yes. That's great. There's a great lineup for I that know conference. It's Boz and it's I kind are of crazy. work it out. I'm not going to be quite as nice as the New York Times has been to her, but I'm going to ask her some tough questions. I have some That's questions That's good. For Boz. Is your first question really Uber, really? No. Okay. I just think that, no. Yes, that's. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> just, really? That would be answer, my interview technique. And I'm going to go, <laughs> really? really? You can say what you said last time. Enron wasn't available? Yeah. Isn't that what you asked? <laughs> Francis Fry? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. That's good. I think I'll do that. Uh, 
Basel, Basel yeah. smacked me hard. And, Francis and, is real nice. And, and you know what else we're going to see at the Apple? Well, we, we don't know if we're going to see at the Apple event, but we'll be rolling out shortly, which actually matters to people who are not going to be upgrading mm. to new hardware, is the software releases. Yes. Yep. We've heard about iOS 11. We've heard about Mac OS yes. High Sierra. We've heard about the new watch software. So if you're not planning on getting new hardware this fall yeah. and you have iDevices, yes. you can still expect to see some changes. Yes. Yeah. Some All of those right changes then. at iOS 11 are going to drive So you guys crazy. will be busy. I will be in New York at Code Commerce, but you will be busy. Yep. Very good. Super busy. Yeah. And good I'm going to wake you up really early to tape a podcast with me, so you're welcome. Oh, you are? No, we're not going to do that. We're figuring it out. Anyway, <laughs> this That's has been thinks. another great episode. I'm too embarrassed to ask. Dieter, even though Walt doesn't call you that, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for it's having a me very on. good NPR voice. Thank you. Here in the village in Mexico, you can hear the chimes of the church. <laughs> That's how you know they do those. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the children are playing quietly. They can't make too much noise. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, move along. If you all enjoyed this week's episode as much as we did, be sure to subscribe to the show. Nice. You can also leave us a review if you go to iTunes.com slash too embarrassed. All right, Dieter, you've got to read the next one with the NPR voice. But seriously, subscribe. If you do, you'll be the first to listen to new episodes every Friday or catch up on previous episodes where we answer all the tech questions that our listeners have been too embarrassed to ask. Nice. Well done. I don't know if you, you nobody can see this, but he's doing this thing with his hands. It's a little freaky. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Exactly. If you're not on Apple Podcasts. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's late night jazz for romance. That was that was some Delilah shit right there. Delilah. Delilah. Okay, keep going. Um, if you're not on Apple Podcasts, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. it's the if clause. All right. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, you can also find us on Spotify, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can just go to the website. Go ahead, finish. Recode.net slash podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Dong. Dong. And while you're there, you should check out our other podcasts like Recode Decode, Recode Replay, and Recode Media with Peter Kafka. That is the Kara Swisher I know. <laughs> the Verge also has a great podcast called The Verge Cast, hosted by Neil Patel. And, Dieter, tell us what you're doing next week. On September 13th in San Francisco, the day after the Apple event, we are going to do a live oh, Verge where? Cast where? at the uh, place Mission Bay. Mission Bay Conference oh, cool. Center. Out. Yes. Um, we wanted to do it in uh, this one comedy club that's very famous in San Francisco, but I vetoed it because of the name. Oh. Yeah, I didn't want to tell everybody come come to Bimbo's. What? It's great. Bimbo's it's a great. It's a great thing. But it means it, when you hear that in San Francisco, you understand the context. When you hear it in you know Podunk, Iowa, I think they can handle Bimbo's in Podunk, Iowa. Please. I there, mean, they would think the Verge was doing it. You know, think there's a lot of naughty people club. in Iowa. Uh, anyway, if, if you're hearing the sound of my voice before September 13th, uh, you can go get a ticket. Great. We have a crazy URL for it. It's a Bitly slash The Vergecast SF. That's B I T dot L Y slash The Vergecast SF. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to tweet your questions. Go see them, not at Bimbo's. Your questions ahead of time to at Recode with the hashtag Too Embarrassed or email them to Too Embarrassed at Recode.net. Thanks for listening. And thanks also to Cadence 13. Oh, my God. It's company that distributes this show, including Beth O'Connell and our editor, Chris Basil. Thank you to our producer, Eric Johnson, who's with us every week and deals with us. We'll be back next week to answer more of the questions you've been, frankly, too embarrassed to ask. So tune in then. Okay, enough with creepy Lauren. Thank you so much. (laughs) See you next week.